0: Hello everyone, it's me again, Peter Harris with Commercial Property Advisors, author of the book, Commercial Real Estate Investing for Dummies, and coach and mentor to commercial real estate investors all across America. The title and subject of today's podcast is Apartment Investing for Beginners. So let's get started. I'm gonna share with you five things about apartment investing if you are a beginner. Number one, I'm gonna share with you why starting off in apartments as opposed to self storage or office buildings or, or shopping centers. Why starting off in apartments is good if you're a beginner. <clears throat> number two, I'm going to share with you seven things to look for when investing in apartments. Again, from a, from a beginner's point of view. Number three, I'm going to share with you three areas where most beginning apartment investors go wrong. And number four, I'm going to break down my very first apartment deal, mine personally. And lastly, number five, I'm gonna share with you an action plan on getting your apartment business off and running. All right, so these are all very essential things to know if you're just starting out in this wonderful world of apartment investing. Okay, so let's get started. Number one, excuse me, number one, why starting off in apartments is good for beginners. I have four points here. Point number one is demand. Everyone always needs a place to live. Demand. And since I've been alive, there's just been a huge demand for apartments, for apartment rentals. Um, In the next 10 years, the apartment rental business will be propelled by a growing number of people we call echo boomers. These are children of baby boomers. Their age, their age are their age between 1834, and this age group start off as as 66 million in the U.S. in 1995 to growing over to 73 million uh, estimated or projected by 2020. Now that's an increase of seven million renters uh, over the next few years. All right, uh, according to a researcher by the name of J. Thomas Black. All right, the second point of why starting off in apartments is good for beginners is availability. There are so many more apartment complexes available compared to all other forms of commercial real estate, such as office buildings and shopping centers. Just look around and you'll see. Point number three, ability to understand. Your ability to understand. See, so you see, apartments are relatively easy to understand compared to other commercial real estate um, uh, types. And once you understand a few key ratios, you'll know exactly how to calculate your rate of return and cash flow. All right. The fourth point I want to make here is loans for apartments are readily available. Banks and lenders love funding apartments and refinancing apartments due to them being steady and predictable income generators. And uh, for the most part, banks see apartments as safe investments okay all right so that wrap, that wraps up why starting off in apartments is good for for beginners Number two second point is seven things to look for when investing in apartments Seven things number one is have a goal are you looking for a monthly cash flow to live off of? are you looking for an investment for a long-term wealth generation? are you looking for both? are you looking for an investment that you can use as a tax shelter? Or will this property just be in your portfolio for retirement later? Whatever it is, number one is to have a goal. All right. Number two, the area and location. All right. Again, these are seven things to look for when investing in apartments. Area and location is very, very important. In fact, there's a saying that you can fix a property, but you can't fix a location. If the neighborhood is in decline, um, that property carries with it a stigma. All right, tenants will be moving on, and so should you. Now, in the apartment business, the number one to look for, number one thing I look for is jobs. If there are no jobs, there are no tenants to rent to. It's that simple. So here are two ways to check out a location. One is to call a local property management company and ask them a direct question: Is the job market stable or growing in this location? Believe me, they know because they rent to people with jobs. So they're right on the ground level and they should be able to answer this question just like that. All right. Number two, I want you to call the Chamber of Commerce for that city and ask to speak with the Director of Economic Development. He's readily available and his job is to give you information about the city. And you ask him the same question. Is the job market stable or growing this location? Whatever his or her answer is, ask for proof. They should have it. They should be able to send you a report or send you someplace online so you can see the direction of the, the job market in that city. All right, okay. The third thing to look for when investing in apartments is obviously the property. In other words, what's the condition of the property? You need an overall sense of what you're walking into. How's the exterior? How's the interior? Interior. As a beginner, do not take on a property with lots of expensive repair issues it's just too risky for you at this point in this journey, especially if you 're just starting out um, out some Some of the outside repair issues I want you to look for are uh, roof replacements um, if it needs a roof replacement, siding, painting, any structural issues, balconies are balconies kind of torn up or leaning or need repair? All right. On the inside, simply look for if it needs the kitchen and bathroom remodel. You know, deep down in your heart, if a kitchen and bathroom won't fly with the next tenant. Does it have, um, ev- uh, is there evidence of plumbing problems, electrical problems, etc.? All right. Now, a little bit of rehab is okay if you're starting out, but do not go out of your comfort zone on your first deal. Believe me, you have enough to learn and be concerned about on your first deal. All right. But once you're experienced and you've created a team and you have uh, some some cash flow going and some comfort level, some confidence, then it's time to do a rehab. And believe me, rehabs can be quite lucrative, but get some practice first. OK, the fourth thing to look for when investing in apartments are the numbers. Start off with this question. Over the course of the last 12 months, did the property's income Exceed its expenses. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. Start off with this question: Over the course of the last 12 months, did the property's income exceeds the property's expenses? All right, not one month, but 12 months. Get evidence in writing. In fact, what I want you to do is ask for the property's 12-month income and expense reports that were certified that are cert- certified by the seller. All right, not by the broker given to you by the seller. The broker may give it to you, but the information must come from the seller. And also ask for the current month of rent roll so that you can verify the current income. Don't rely on a broker's brochure. All right. I repeat, do not rely on a broker's brochure. We'll get into that more a little later in this uh, podcast here of why not. Okay. The fifth thing to look out for when investing in apartments is to have and a management strategy, all right? Management is so important. <clears throat> After you buy the property, the most important thing you, that you have to do is have a management strategy, all right? Now, obvious questions are, have you decided if you're going to manage the property yourself or hire a professional management company? I highly, I highly recommend you start off with an accredited and licensed management company. Again, this is probably probably the most important thing you do after you're closing. Okay, the sixth thing to look out for when investing in apartments is to have an exit strategy. <clears throat> now, exit strategies are ignored so much and I don't know why. You know, every smart and successful investor has an exit strategy or two. And if you want to be successful and be smart, you need to have an extra strategy or an extra strategies with an S. Okay? It's just plain smart to have an extra strategy thought of uh, before you close, during ownership, and when you sell. If not, you may possibly paint yourself into a corner or maybe leave lots of money on the table when you sell okay, or have to sell. Now, some of the extra strategies uh, include selling, um, holding long-term, uh, cash Cash out refi is an extra strategy and the list goes on. Okay. So this is, this, uh, section here is not about certain extra strategies. It's about having one. Okay. All right. The, the last thing I want you to consider when investing in apartments is I want you to ask yourself, uh, tough questions and be totally honest with yourself. Now go back and check yes or no on the, on the last six things I shared with you. All right. Don't let your emotions make a decision for you. Be logical and strategic. Uh, there's a saying, don't fall in love with the property, but fall in love with the deal. OK, now go back through one through six that I just shared with you and get a yes or no on the deal you're looking at and be honest with yourself. OK. All right. OK. So the third thing I want to go over are the three areas where most beginning investors go wrong. Okay, These are just three um, three areas in my experience where most beginning investors uh, go awry. Number one, I have three points here. Number one is um, don't believe the property financials that are in the broker's brochure. okay? So when broke when you- when the broker gives you information on a deal, he will give you a brochure in it. And in that brochure, there will be financial information. I'm telling you, don't believe it. It's likely a performa, a best case scenario, a perfect world scenario, and not actual numbers. Okay? It may even say actual financials, but it's not. Okay? So what I want you to do is get real or actual property financials before you start seriously evaluating or even making offers. Okay? Okay? If you don't, what's going to happen is you're going to end up offering too much and overpay for the property, okay? So again, this is an area where most beginning investors go wrong, all right? So don't go wrong here, all right? The second thing where they go wrong is all beginning investors underestimate the operating the operating expenses it takes to run the property for a year, okay? The number one reason why beginning investors don't cash flow the way they expect it was because they underestimated what it takes to run a property successfully. So before you buy your property, get expert advice from someone who's been there and done that. All right. There are expense ratios, uh, depending on the size of the property, you should be aware of. Expense ratios um, uh, for fourplex are, are industry known. Uh, expense ratios for a hundred units Um, which is 45 to 50% of the income, okay? That's an industry standard. Anything below that, you need to be very, very suspect of. All right, okay. The third area where most beginning investors go wrong is in property management. Now, hiring and managing your property manager is extremely important. Let me use a metaphor uh, here, all right? Suppose you had a briefcase of $100,000, $100,000, uh, let me start over. Suppose you had a briefcase of one hundred thousand one dollar bills. Okay, you, so you had a silver briefcase, you carry it around, and you open it up. Inside of it is a hundred thousand one dollar bills, hundred thousand dollars. And you're so busy, you need to hire someone to, to look after it for you. All right. Now, how diligent would you be on making sure that person is capable and trustworthy? All right, you'd be on it for sure. Wouldn't you? You would. So my advice is to have the same mindset when hiring a property manager. All right. In future podcasts, I'm going to do another podcast on how to hire a property manager successfully. In fact, it's going to be how to hire and manage a property manager successfully. Okay. Look out for that one later. All right. Number four. I know I said there's three, but I'm going to give you a bonus one. All right. Number four or a bonus. Um reason or a bonus um, area where most beginning investors go wrong is looking for the perfect deal. All right. So there's no such thing. All right. The perfect deal does not exist. It would in fact lead you to stagnation. All right. So what I want you to do is, excuse me, what I want you to do instead of looking for the perfect deal is I want you to start small and start smart, get into the game and start practicing and work yourself up to larger and larger deals. All right? This is a great business in more ways than one, all right? The perfect deal does not exist. All right? So, get some help. All right. Okay, number 4. I am going to break down for you my very first apartment deal. Very briefly, all right? In just a couple of minutes so you can just get a an, an essence for it. Well, I'm going to start off by saying I found this 45 unit apartment building about a block away from a major university, and um, it seemed to fit my goals, and I went through about 70 or so deals to find this one. That's right, 70. The asking price was uh, 775000 and after two weeks negotiating, I ended up with a price of 720000 And the real estate broker that listed the property, he introduced me to several local banks. But by me being a first time commercial borrower in that city, I was declined by basically all of them, all of them. Uh, I got a bunch of no's and it was very frustrating, but I eventually secured financing with a 20% down payment at a decent interest rate. So basically I put in a nice suit and I just kept knocking on all these doors and it finally paid off. So persistence in a nice suit really paid off. All right. A uh, little bit on the property. It needed it need a little bit of work, and but the seller seemed very motivated. So a technique I used for most of my previous um, deals, which were, you know, single family home deals, I used here too. So basically, I no- negotiated a cash back at closing in the amount of $40,000 for what I called re- renovations. So instead of getting a credit at closing, I asked for cash, okay? There's a difference there, okay? Knowing and also I knew ahead that the property needed about fifteen thousand dollars in repairs, but I had contract contractor bids and quotes for over forty thousand. So I asked for forty thousand, got it. I, I received it, and um, I used about maybe between fifteen and twenty thousand dollars, and I used the remaining twenty to twenty five thousand as cash reserves, as a savings, and for future money, deal money. Uh, deal money. And um here's how I uh, financed it. Well well let me before I get into that, um the two rental homes I sold um to to finance this home to get the down payment, uh uh cash flow for combined uh twelve hundred to 1400 twelve hundred to fourteen hundred dollars a month. And this new forty-five unit uh cash flow as much as sixty five hundred dollars per month, but it went down to half that amount during the winter months because of the heating bills. All right. So basically what I, how I, how I obtained the down payment was I sold two of my single family homes. All right. Okay. Now one cool thing about the location was that it was about a block away from a major university, but it was along a street that was more fitting for young professionals and university workers and students. So I didn't have too many students. And because of that, I didn't have all the issues that came along with renting to students. So, all right. So that was my, my first apartment deal, and um, I'll, I'll never forget it, never forget it. So it kind of catapulted me into um, this business and where I am today. All right, um, the last thing I wanted to, to do today is, number five, give you an action plan on getting started on buying apartments, okay? Here's an action plan, and I'm going to make um, um, seven points, and I keep them very short for you, all right? So you can actually do them. Number one is I want you to get educated, okay? Your action plan and getting started, number one is get educated. I need you to watch videos. I need you to uh, go on to my website, commercialpropertyadvisors.com. I need you to read uh, read books. You can read my dummies book. On a, uh, you can read more apartment investing books. I want you to engross yourself and learn as much as you can at this point, okay? Now, I want you to gather as much theory as you can. Because after theory comes the practical part, okay? And number two is the practical part. So after you get educated, do as much as you can, gathering much theory. Now, number two is I want you to find a friendly broker who sells apartment buildings, okay? Now, this is the easiest and quickest way to get into the game. I want you to nurture that relationship. Send him referrals. Call him every other week. Do whatever you can so that you, so that he sees you as a person he wants to work with, all right? Your goal is to get new deals sent to you, all right? Don't forget that the apartment business is a relationship business. So nurture the relationship, okay? Uh, have a genuine uh, care for this agent. Ask about his family. Ask about his career. Ask how he got started. Build the relationship, all right? All right. It is better to give than to receive. Don't forget that. All right. Okay. The, the third thing on the action plan I want to give you for starting to buy your apartments is um, I w- number one is I want you to get educated. Number two, find a friendly broker that sells apartment buildings. Number three, I want you to get started visiting apartments that are for sale. Okay. So there's nothing like having the brochure of the uh, property offering in one hand and the property right in front of you. Believe me, it'll be more valuable than any seminar you go to. Believe me. All right. The fourth thing I want you to do is get your financing in order. All right. You may or may not have a down payment and that's okay. Um, you, you may have to buy the, your apartment building using creative financing and that's okay. So what I want you to do here is to get intentional about your financing. All right. Do you have the money? Do you need to go out and raise it? Do you need to use something, uh, some creative financing in order to buy it? All that's fine, but I want you to have a plan. I want you to uh, be intentional here, all right? So number five, once you decide in a few areas you'd like to possibly invest in, let's say you choose a couple of neighborhoods or a couple of cities, I want you to go out. This is very important. I want you to go out and create a relationship with a, with a couple of local property managers, okay? The reason why is the, edu- the education that you receive from a property manager, you can't get anywhere else, all right? All right, they are on the street. They are talking to tenants. They are evicting tenants. They are securing tenants. I mean, they are your people on the street. They will give you invaluable information about the marketplace and what's happening, all right? All right they will, you, your purpose of them is for the, them to give you a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the deal from their perspective. Very valuable. All right. They are, uh, agents are very helpful. Property managers are very helpful. All right. What's, what's great and grand to an agent may be danger or a warning sign to a property manager. Okay. All right. So now once that relationship is solid, uh, what I, what I do is I ask them to evaluate deals or, um, or sometimes even do a drive-by for me. All right. So they'll call me back and they'll give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down on a deal. And I tell you what, that's priceless. That is priceless. Okay. Number six. I want you to get in your right mindset. All right. You can accomplish anything you set your mind to. I don't know how many times I've seen investors with the best of intention, with everything going for them, but never buy anything. It's because their, their mindset isn't right, all right? So the mindset I want you to get is that you can do anything you set your mind to. There's nothing you can't do, all right? Now, listen to this. The richest and most successful apartment owners started where you are now. So what is the difference between them and you. Nothing. It's mindset. All right? They did it and so can you. All right. Okay, number seven. All right, I'm going to briefly go over um, one through six. Number one, get educated. Number two, I want you to find your friendly broker that sells apartments. Number three, I want you to start visiting apartments that are for sale. Number four, be intentional about how you're going to finance your property. Number five, I want you to seek out and create a relationship with the local property manager or Number six, check your mindset, get it right. And number seven, don't give up. I've been mentoring for over a decade now. And the number one thing, um, when people ask me, Peter, what's the key to all of your successful clients and students? I would say the ones that end up being successful and realizing their dreams are the ones that don't give up. It's that simple. All right, it's that simple. It can take months to find a great deal. Remember, it took me, I had to go through 70 deals to find um, my first deal. So it takes years to build a financial fortress, investing in apartments. And remember, financial fortresses are built one brick at a time. And the same goes for you. All right. Okay. So that does it for me here. You can get uh, access to more great resources at commercialpropertyadvisors.com. As was, well as well as subscribing to this podcast and watching or listening, um, or watching more of my videos or listening to more of these podcasts. So thanks everyone so much for watching or I'm sorry for listening to uh, this podcast on apartment investing for beginners. Okay. Everyone, I'll speak with you soon.